I would just like to say that I really appreciate that it took us all of one entire episode to be tired of putting makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, yeah, that yeah. Happen. <laughs> I'm like, this is not happening today. Mm-mm. I still have a migraine. I don't want to. Do you need to take a break? We can do it tomorrow. No, because it's been day five, so there's no guarantee it's not going to be here tomorrow. Well, I don't like that. No, it's bullshit. He wants to do a podcast. I told him he should just do it. Hey, I got a beer. You want to do it? You should probably ask him that question. (laughs) Oh, and yeah, that's Caitlin. Wait, are we doing it right now? Wait, are we doing it right now? (laughs) I wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. (laughs) She wasn't ready. (laughs) That's Caitlin. That's Monica. This is anonymous. I feel like that sounded weird. All right, guys. We're back for episode two, which if you've noticed is a week earlier than we had announced just because we just can't get enough of it. We're just going to jump back into it. Something I neglected to do the first episode, I did mention in the description, but I did not mention it on air, is our intro and outro music for this episode also. It's courtesy of Nick Strock. If you'd like to go to soundcloud.com slash Nick dash Strock, S-T-R-O-C-K. And I also asked him to do something fun for us today, which if he can pull off would be amazing for us to use down the road. Thank you, Nick. (laughs) Thanks, Nick. All right. First of all, people who work in post-production are my heroes of the week. Editing that episode last week, which I thought Zachary was going to do. Zachary did not do because I was impatient. So I decided to do it my damn self. And Um, let's be honest. I'm going to cut you in right here and mm -hmm. just say, um, would you have been happy not doing any of that? (laughs) No, I think he knew that if he was going to edit it, I was going to be sitting next to him the whole time like, wait, can you give me the headphones? Wait, I don't know. Do you think I should cut that? I don't know if you should have that part in. How do you think about that? And he would be like, you want to fucking do this yourself or? And he would have said yes. (laughs) I always make it out to be an asshole and he's not. He's not at all. (laughs) No, he totally would have done it if I had him. Yeah. Because I'm in the same boat. Who was like, oh, do you do you want me to like do anything to help you with all of this and you know get stuff set up or you know do that? What did I do? Which uh, honestly, I can't say I minded too much. No, I'm a control freak. This is my bubble and this is my space, and I kind of love it. <laughs> Leave me to my bubble. Yes. Editing that episode last week was something else. Granted, I definitely took out the cat is going to try to get on the microphone again. Don't you do it. Rory, there she is. Yep. Mm -hmm. The Titanic is sinking. (laughs) (laughs) Granted, I'm pretty sure I took out 15 to 20 minutes solid of laughing. And there was still a lot of laughing in the episode. I expected that because it's us and we think we're hilarious. So. You're hilarious. Things I learned about myself from over an hour of editing my fucking voice. What is that weird breathy thing that I do after a big laugh? I'm not entirely sure. Laugh again so I can tell you. Well, no, because now I'm self-conscious about it. I don't want to know. But if you're laughing, you won't won't even think about it because it's It's an unconscious thing. Just wait until the next time that I laugh and you'll notice. Uh, did you hear it? <laughs> did you hear it? I like that though. 
Yeah. It's like a, uh. Which is amazing. I like it, but all of the fucking time, there was so many of them. I'm like, I'm cutting that out. Cutting that out. And you can hear me inhaling often like it's my last breath. And holy fuck, how many times can a human, both of us, say um and but? There was so many ums and so many buts. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Just to give you one more. <laughs> but... All right. The next order of business I definitely want to touch on is hearing from some more musicians. We definitely want to switch it up and have people get their music out there. So if you got something you'd like us to have on the intro and outro, definitely let us know, reach out. And if you submit a secret at the same time, that's double points. Double points doesn't mean a whole lot right now. I should just let everybody know. We really, really appreciate it, but we don't have any built-ins for that. We're not we're not prepared for your love. I think you should just take it as a W that you got double points. It's kind of like on Whose Line Is It Anywhere, where the points don't mean anything, but everybody's really excited to get them. I, I love that show. <gasps> Drew Carey version. Drew yes. Carey. Do you remember when we were sitting on the steps outside my mother's house and you showed times. me? Yes. The cat one? Yes. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it was so good. I still look that up every once in a while just for a laugh. <laughs> you gotta. It's so good. Oh, it's too good. Mm-hmm. In other fun news, our podcast is now available on Spotify, which is very exciting. I just got the notification tonight. It's also available on Radio Public, which I had never heard of, Breaker, which I have heard of, and Google Podcasts, which is exciting. Now, let's get really real for a second. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Me? No, no, them. No, them. No. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the response from the first episode was, aha, fucking amazing. Like, very unexpected. The feedback, the constructive criticisms, we thank you. We thank you for taking the time to listen. Turns out there are a lot of people out there that are just as fascinated by other secrets as we are. And the fact that some of them came from China and Germany, hello, that was mind blown. Oh, Samantha, that's my youngest sister, for those of us keeping tabs at home, had something to say about my New Yorker accent. Yes, um, Monica also says gas station. That's also a thing. Has to go get gas. Hi, yes, I would like to either sound like Darth Vader or Tupac. Thank you. And she doesn't get a filter. No filter for you. No, that's what she gets fairness, for being related to me. already sounds like Tupac, so it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> there you go, Sam. You made it in life, bud. <laughs> Hi, Sam. <laughs> Do you have anything during this portion that you wanted to bring up or mention? Um, you kind of covered it. I was just going to say thank you to everyone for listening to the first episode. And I was on the same page as you that it was just crazy that we had as many people listen as they did. And we just got released onto some of those platforms that you just mentioned. So potentially there's even more of you who are about to listen to the first episode. And I would have been happy with like 10 people. Seriously. So it's been crazy. And if you're back listening to the second episode, we thank you even more and you're our new favorite people. <laughs> <laughs> Which definitely counts because we don't like a lot of people. 
It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now our rectification station, which I think I'm going to love. I think I'm going to enjoy saying rectification station. I like that it rhymes. It's like my favorite thing. Yeah, I know. That's why I came up with it. I appreciate that about you. Thanks. No problem, Bob. Our first stop on the rectification station. I did get me some interwebs education. I consulted the Googs. Did find out that Grinder is for gay, bi, and trans individuals. So furthermore, our secret dealer and the boss man could be any of the aforementioned. And I still want to know what direction they swiped. (laughs) (laughs) We do. Because I I don't know. We kind of do, yeah. Is it matched? Is that the word, the term that it... If you swipe right, like if you both swipe yes, then yeah, you match. You match. That's how it is on the ones that I'm on. I don't know if it's the same on all of them. Mm, Yeah, I don't know. But can you imagine being that boss and seeing your employee pop up? (laughs) I'd be like, oh shit. Ugh. But also maybe, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you have to wonder a little bit. And when you see it come up, you're like, mm. Well, because if your employee's on the app too, then I guess like that's kind of a new common ground for the both of you. Exactly. I want to know more. And, I mean, it's ultra convenient. I mean, talk about duplicate break times. Ultra convenient. I like that. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just full of good words. <laughs> full of good word combos. <laughs> that was a to- weird sound that just came out of my mouth. Did you <laughs> I personally love that you are still pointing at yourself. It's like, wow. If you're not sure, I'm talking about me right here. In case you're not sure, I mean, confirmation. I do appreciate a visual confirmation. I do. I'm here to oblige. Mm -hmm. I also made a liar out of myself when I was talking about the DNA kit. I said that was while I was pregnant. It wasn't. It was actually before. That's it. We can't be friends. I know. I know. Liar. Liar, liar, pants up, liar, hanging from a telephone, liar. It was while we were discussing pregnancy because, you know, my body likes to do that whole accelerated timeline. Oh, you have to do it now. Right now, you're going to do it now? How about now? You should do it now. You're not going to be able to do it. You should do it now. And Zachary was such a trooper, so pretty happy about that. All right. Okay. With all that being said, this episode is going to get real pretty quickly. And I feel it's necessary to throw out a trigger warning for this one. Discussing suicide and abuse in any fashion can be very upsetting for some. So if you are at all concerned about the subject matter, please go ahead and hit that skip button. I think 30 seconds, maybe? Hit that a couple times. Yeah, it might be a few minutes, so just do that a few. Yes. That's what we're all here for. Real talk. Shit's about to get real. And for our first secret, that would be me. Mm-hmm. I'm the one. I'm me again. <laughs> Pointing and everything. <laughs> so, zooming in a little bit because my words are really small on my phone. I lied to my family. I told them that I had a business trip in Aspen and that I'd be, be gone all week. My wife found out that it was all a lie and accused me of cheating. I'd rather have her think I cheated on her than for her to know the truth. I don't know what it would do to her, her faith and our marriage if she knew I almost took my life that weekend. Pretty rough. So, dark start episode two. But I think you agree with me here. Can't speak for sure for you, but that we did definitely want to make sure that everybody who listens knows that you can share anything that you're comfortable with us. We'll read whatever we can and that we will take it as seriously or as lightheartedly as you'll let us, depending on how you send it, how you word everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely want to mention never have that thought in your mind. If you're typing up something to send in and you're worried about our reaction or if it's going to be too deep, it's 
going to be too dark. Don't worry about us. This podcast is about you. Get it and off your chest. Send it in. It's also completely reliant on you guys who are sending stuff in. We cannot do this if you don't send in Without stuff you. for us to read. Mm-hmm. But to whoever it was who did send this in, we want to thank you in particular for being brave enough to send it. Definitely a hard one to send even if you don't know who we are and if nobody's going to know that this is about you. Mm-hmm. I personally thought that it would be a good idea for me to read The Secret in particular because I do have some personal experience with the subject matter, which Monica knows about already. Mm-hmm. I'm saying um a lot, but when I was 16, my cousin, who was at the time 17, did commit suicide. So I can tell you from the perspective of one of the, I guess, leftovers is one of the better terms for that, right? Um, that they actually call them suicide survivors. Oh, I did not know that. I've yeah. never heard that term. Mm-hmm. Apparently, my personal experience isn't that intense. Stop it. Um, but it's definitely been something that was life-changing for everybody in our family. It was a pretty big shocker. None of us had, of course, been expecting it. It was completely out of the blue. None of us had any idea that he was even considering it. He had never spoken to anybody that I know of, at least. And we'll still talk about him sometimes. We'll tell stories. And some days it's easier than others. What I think is really important is that whoever this person is who sent this in knows that, you know, it's been over 10 years. I think it's been almost 15 years now since this happened in our family. Hasn't gone away. He hasn't gone away. So. I can't imagine that that wouldn't be the case for you if you ever did consider this again. And yeah, just know that this action matters and the fact that you didn't take it matters even more. Know that you matter more than you apparently may realize on some days. Uh, But I am happy that you're still here, that you were able to tell this secret to us. I hope you're in a better place than you were that weekend. And just know that it's okay to have bad days. It's okay to be down. It's allowed. If you ever feel yourself in that type of position please don't be afraid to not keep it a secret reach out we're we're here for you to tell those secrets but sometimes it's better to be more open with it than we can really be on this podcast and just know that you know it's okay to reach out absolutely to you sir i am so fucking happy that you are still here you're worth it your sentence and story is not over i do want to take a second to mention a great resource that everybody has access to whether you are on a phone or a computer or you have a phone the suicide prevention lifeline.org phone number is also mm-hmm. 1-800 273-8255. I was actually on this site today. They have a chat feature on their website, which I think is absolutely phenomenal. When I was on the site making sure that it was okay for me to use the phone number <laughs> and the website just to make sure that I wasn't going to get in trouble for it, there was 21 people in line for the chat feature. There are so many people that are in a similar boat as you. And that right there, knowing that there's over 20 people at any given time able to reach out and use that chat feature is just amazing to me. And nowadays when everything is on your device and it's a lot harder for people to have face-to-face conversations where they verbalize their feelings. Feelings are hard to talk about, period. Feelings like this, even more so. The fact that they have that feature where people might be able to speak more freely without feeling judged, without actually having to verbalize it is 
amazing. There's a lot of resources on that website. If you are in need or if somebody you know is in need, it's phenomenal. It's very easy to navigate through. I went on there today just to get myself familiar with it. The best thing that you can do if you or your loved one, the first thing is get them the help that they need and then it is to educate yourself. There's plans of attack when it comes to this kind of thing and worst thing you could do is make somebody feel like they're on an island when they're reaching out for anything. Well, I was just going to add because I wrote yeah. down a little note mm-hmm. for myself Yeah, that I thought I'm, I thought it sounded pretty good. I don't know if everybody else will agree, but just an idea that kind of hit me after the fact, after I had read this, um, make your life more memorable than your death. That's beautiful. Right? Absolutely. It just came to me. I'm a beautiful person. <laughs> you <No>. are <laughs> a beautiful person. But the point being, you know, I want you to go out at 102 of natural causes and have everybody talk about what an amazing person you were and all of the experiences that you had and not that you left too soon. Mm-hmm. Like I just saw today, I think it was today, there was a 103-year-old woman that beat COVID and she celebrated it in a hospital bed by drinking a cold beer. And I just thought I that, that was amazing. <laughs> I was like, that is everything to live for right there. (laughs) Drink that beer and you can go out happy. Yeah, right? Now, let me ask you this. So you've experienced, as you know, I have, it hasn't been a family member. I've had friends, Mm -hmm. but you've experienced it firsthand where it's been a family member. How do you feel or how would you feel when someone was maybe trying to connect on this and they said the fucking statement that I hate so much? I know exactly how you feel. That in general is one of my least favorite sentences. Thank just, you. Not necessarily specific to this case, but no, I hate just that. in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same thing for me. Um, if for whatever reason you're trying to offer condolences and somebody says, I'm sorry, I hate that. No. I know that it's a hard thing to be able to come up with to say anything, but mm-hmm. what did you do? You didn't do anything. Why are you apologizing to me for it? Is how it comes across to me. And you get angry. Like that just yes. pisses me off. Not for nothing. I know that I want it's- you to to say, if you want to talk, I'm yeah. here. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to hear. It's embedded in human nature to try and relate. I understand mm-hmm. that. To try and find a common ground when someone is hurting. I know Sometimes that a lot of the time. No, ex- exactly. A lot of the time, probably even the majority, it comes from a positive place. Like it's not coming from someone trying to one-up you, which I call the green mushroom syndrome, by the way. I love that theme. Thank you. Oh. I didn't come up with it myself. It's still good. I'm going to give you credit. Thank you. Because there are people that can wake up some mornings and realize halfway through the day that their socks don't match and it's the end of the world and you know what if you're having a bad day that's okay that that's the end of your world but people cope and grieve completely differently i've been in groups for mothers that are grieving over losing their children i've been in groups for children that are grieving over losing their mother everybody copes and deals differently Mm-hmm. I appreciate true. the whole trying to find a common ground. But when I was in those rooms and other times just with people, no two people in those rooms feel exactly the same. They're not coping the same. They're not grieving the same. You can mentally, and I will applaud you for the effort of mentally trying to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. But don't let stupid shit fall out your mouth. Just shush. It's going to happen every once in a while. It happens to everybody. But do your best. I think that's a given, you know. That was a heavy one. It was heavy. That was heavy, but I'm so happy. For us to kind of broach. Yeah, absolutely. So our second secret of 
the evening. <sighs> My college outreach project was a pen pal service for inmates. I'm 37 years old and I'm in love with a serial killer. I thought it was wildly appropriate for me to take this secret because, and I know there's friends and family that are going to listen to this that don't know this. Oh, this I didn't realize be, not everybody yeah, knew this. No, not everybody knows this. Um, Bye. No, Horatio. Yes. <laughs> with my luck, he'll find a way to listen to this. Um, Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was in a relationship with a serial rapist, a serial kidnapper, amongst a number of additional serial charges with a whole slew of enhancements. Now, some of what he did... um, Talk about an overachiever, am I right? Yeah, right? Buddy, stop. Some of what he did happened before we had gotten together, and the rest of what he did happened while we were together. The few people that do know about it have asked me, and I've asked myself, did you know? No, of course I didn't know. Did I know something was off? Definitely. I, but I had no idea it was to the extent that it was. But I have this beautifully tragic character flaw where I try to see the best in everyone. Stop doing that, please. I know. Hey, I've gotten a lot better. I've you gotten did. a lot better. <laughs> and it's so weird because I'm like a huge bitch also. No, but when you're it not. comes, no, yes, I am. Well, I don't think so. Well, that's because that I be like because you. I am also. <laughs> And I like you. you. Like, I don't have a reason <laughs> to make your life a living hell. Uh. Hmm. But when the Department of Corrections contacted me to do a character interview for him, it was enlightening. The woman I spoke with did not hold back at all. She informed me that she had listened to all of our recorded phone calls from the jail. Mm-hmm. And that Horatio was a cyclic abuser. I had never heard that term before. But this is also when I found out the extent of his crimes. I did not know. I was actually on the phone with him when the SWAT team showed up to his house and took him in, which was really sad because his kids were there too and they had to watch that happen they had to get taken out of the house with their mom and taken somewhere else while they ransacked the entire house that's just i can't even imagine but the woman i spoke with on the phone she jumped in didn't hold back told me all the nitty-gritty details of everything i knew what she was doing and i could appreciate that she was like i'm gonna do everything within my power to have you hate this man by the time I get off the phone. Um, And she had shared some of the victim impact statements that had been read at his sentencing. The victims had referred to him as a monster. And that term really hit home with me, having monsters of my own from when I was a child. And it was just really eye-opening to me. I couldn't be with someone that put someone else through something even remotely close or similar to what I had gone through. So to the secret dealer, if you can overlook whatever it may be that this individual has done, we obviously don't know any of the details of it. We would love more details, but to each their own, I guess. You love who you love, but it does remind me of something that my lovely Aunt TM told me when I was younger and had really horrible taste in men. Hi, Aunt TM. I know, she's I miss lovely. you. Hi, she's great. She sat me down one day and she was like, Monica, people don't have to be broken to be good enough for you. And it was at that moment that my taste in men (laughs) took a very drastic change and we're on the right path. (coughs) Zachary. (laughs) He's most definitely a good guy. Yeah. Zachary. He really is. I think that um, is applicable to a lot of people though, what Auntie M said Mm -hmm. to you. 
absolutely. And it's one of those things a lot of the times you don't realize you're doing. Like it's almost like you're punishing yourself for things that have happened to you that you have no control over and you don't realize it because you're punishing yourself in a way that you're forcing yourself to settle for things you don't deserve. I think everybody has done to some extent. I know I have Mm -hmm. not nearly to the same level as this or what you have gone through, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely something I think that everybody can learn more about. So in other words, you know exactly how I feel, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I did not say that. <laughs> Don't put those words in my mouth. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have notes here and everything and you totally messed up my flow. <laughs> sorry. Shucks. Oh, I'm man. sorry. I can't believe you put that in my mouth. <laughs> There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Every episode. Every episode. We're going to find a one-liner. It's just, dang it, I did it again. Oops. I I did. did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Another Um, choreography. What? Go go for it. When she used to do this this signature with the bee as a butterfly back in the day. Don't tell me I don't know. It's Britney, bitch. Oh, yeah. That was, you know, more modern, but... (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I was just kind of going to say, kind of along the same lines, that, you know, we don't know a whole lot from what we received in in this, so it's kind of hard to say whether it's definitely good or definitely bad for her. I'm assuming it's a her. Mm -hmm. Um, But that it sounds like it's a ridiculously tough position to be in, and that regardless of what the outcome is, I hope that it works out well for whoever this person is Mm -hmm. and you know it might not be the fairy tale ending that you might be hoping for in Mm -hmm. a lot of cases but that you get the best outcome resolution that is available to you i would also say just take the time to educate yourself obviously you can't believe everything you read on the interwebs but at the same point in time find the public record side of things and just educate yourself on what you are getting yourself involved in if you're going to take this leap and make this decision and proceed on with it, just make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. And just be safe. Be careful. Please, please be careful. Good point. Secret number three. Should mention maybe just gear change. We thought that we would lighten it up a little bit because our first two secrets were pretty heavy. We're getting more on a more um, positive, lighthearted tone here. to wind Taking a turn a for the bit. better. Yeah. So this one, secret three. When I was little, I would stick candy bars up my sleeves and sneak into the restroom to eat them. It just makes me laugh on the inside and on the outside when I first read it. Outside too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> just, it makes me happy on the inside. And I told you when I read this, I was like, wow, this really makes me think of when I was little because... And particularly, and I couldn't tell you why it was grapes, but a lot of the time it was grapes. And I would put as many as could fit in my mouth. Like my cheeks would be puffed out. You were playing chubby bunny. (laughs) I would chipmunk is what I first went with, but I sure I can be a bunny rabbit, whatever. Chubby bunny. Um, But I would have like giant cheeks. And then like the inside of my mouth would be full too. So it was just like all grape. It was like that watermelons in a car thing, but with grapes in my mouth. (laughs) And... And I would just like slowly eat them as little as possible to savor the deliciousness of the sweet grapes. Savor the flavor. It's ridiculous. To sum up, I feel you. And sometimes you just, you got to do what you got to do. Absolutely. Candy bars in the bathroom. I'm going to eat my grapes. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was little, 
it was like definitely the year before kindergarten because I remember the apartment that we were in and Ben Franklin. It was a craft store back in the day. I don't think it's around anymore. I don't think I know that one. Yeah. Ben Franklin. That was a great store. One of the very first times I used a purse, probably one of the very last times I used a purse, I hate them. (laughs) They are a pain. Can but, I just cut you off yeah. for one second and mm-hmm. say, what is it with the purses? Like, can I just not have ugly cargo pants like guys? <laughs> right? Sure, they're Why ugly. Why can't I have 12 pockets and then I'll be fine? Exactly. I just want the pockets and they're very useful. I don't care if they're ugly and they look comfy. They mm-hmm. look so comfy. I want, mm-hmm. I want the comfy pocket pants. I want the comfy pocket pants. Comfy pocket pants is the name of this episode. <laughs> comfy pocket pants. <laughs> But I, I thought it was the purses. other one about whatever I did earlier. I don't know. I can't keep track. My mouth is the weird place. <laughs> <laughs> There's another good one. We're going to see how many episodes we can get into this season using titles that have to do with your mouth. Mm, yeah, probably every single one. You sure got a purdy <laughs> mouth. So one of the very first times I ever used a purse, probably one of the very last times I ever used a purse, I fucking hate them and this might be why. This might be why. So I had decided to use this purse as like a shopping basket. And because I didn't want to carry all the things that I was hoping to get. And I don't think I got any of them. So I was putting them back. But I missed one. So I get home. And my mom decides to take this stance on it. She was like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this tactic. It's going to scare her. So she proceeds to tell me that I'm going to go to jail. If the police find out that I took these beads, I'm going to go to jail. So that backfired. I threw the biggest tantrum ever until she brought me back to the store so I could return the beads and apologize for taking them and please beg them to not put me in jail. Needless to say, I won. I totally won that one. Kind of funny because you were the one going, no, you need to take me back so that I can apologize. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a little bit of a role reversal. That's all I'm going to say because I can't get any other words out, apparently. <laughs> role reversal. <laughs> all right. Our fourth secret. This one. Whew. I don't have notes on this one because this is a new addition. Yes. For the last three years, I've had my SO, significant other for those people that don't know what that means, believing that my Jeffree Star palettes were some Walmart knockoff brand. That way, I wouldn't have to admit how much money I spend on them. Genius plan. Y'all, yesterday I come home from work and my daughter runs up to me looking like she's straight at a motherfucking avatar with what I know to be my beloved blue blood palette all over her body. (laughs) I see deceased. I see ocean ice. Even some I'm cold. My jaw drops. I look up at my significant other and he's just smiling. I'm bewildered. I'm besides myself. I ask how, what, who, when, and fucking why. He's like, babe, it's not a big deal. I'm heading to Walmart now. I'll just get you a new one while I'm there. Fuck. Girl. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe for anybody who doesn't know, you should explain what Jeffree Star is. (laughs) Well, when the world slips you with Jeffree, you stroke the furry wall. First of all. Oh. I know that that palette is over $50. I know it's sometimes very hard to get your hands on. And I feel that pain. I got to know, though. I wonder if she fessed up to him or if she just brushed it off. Because makeup, man, that shit's legit. They have financing and credit cards for it. So mm-hmm. I'm a VIP at Sephora. Like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> you brought me to my very first Sephora. Did I really? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. uh, but. 
Yeah, I mean, if you find your makeup, you savor it, and it's a serious thing. And yeah, nobody for sure knows how much it costs except for you. You spend what you want on your makeup, and you don't tell anybody. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I will say right now, I have a serum in my like. medicine cabinet that is approximately seventy dollars, and it's about this big. For but those of you that don't know how, it's about like three <laughs> inches, right? That yeah, yeah not that uh-huh. anybody can actually see me. In. <laughs> and Caitlin's got tiny hands, so that looks Look, about <laughs> my hands. <laughs> are proportional <laughs> to my body. Don't get me on this. Listen. Don't get me on this. Don't. Listen. It's about three inches. <laughs> my hand is more than three inches. I was doing this. <laughs> Don't make people think my hands are three inches long. I meant this year. My hands are like, like a full, full hand size. This is a legitimate hand. Look at that. Look at it. Nobody listening to the podcast can look at it. But Monica knows because I'm wiggling my fingers at her. In her face. That you can see. My hands are normal. Just trust me. Hey guys, Caitlin's hands are normal. Average. They're average. Completely average. (laughs) Average size. For those of us out there that know we normally get lied to when it comes to things called average. Just take that with a grain of salt, okay? They are average. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. <laughs> Don't do me like that, Monica. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. <laughs> Anybody who sees me and knows that it's me is going to be like, dude, let me see your hands. <laughs> oh, that's that girl from the podcast. She just got really small hands. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> You do not. No. Uh, All right, guys. That wraps up episode two, which we're going to bring to you a week early. We we really appreciated the feedback. We wanted to get back to you guys as quick as we could. And honestly, we received so many secrets after the first episode. Yes. It was pretty Mm mind-blowing. We've got lots of content for lots of episodes, so... <laughs> you can't get rid of us. So we're keep gonna coming. keep coming. We back. can keep we can keep coming to you if you keep coming to us. One Lots hand washes the other. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's the new name. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I can't help it. I'm 13 on the inside. Well, right, I'm 13 and a half. So, oh, are you green mushrooming me right now? Yep, green mushrooming. That's really hard for my do, mouth do, to do. do, do. That's going to be our outro music. Okay. All right. There's so many ways for you to get a hold of us. If you prefer the social platform way of things, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Anani the Pod, A N O N Y. I'm sorry. Yeah, like she's not going to make it. I was like, <laughs> you heard the death and nail. <laughs> Continue. There are a number of ways for you to get a hold of us if you prefer the social platform avenue. We have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Anani the Pod, A N O N Y the Pod, all one word. We have an email, Anani the Pod at gmail.com. If you'd like to call in, Leave us some goodies on the voicemail, 747-777-2669.
We also have a P.O. box if you'd like to get all artistic and illustrate some goodies for us. I also like that. P.O. box 567, Rensselaer, New York, 12144. All of our contact information is on the contact tab located on our website, ananithepod.com. All right, guys, our next episode, episode three, will be coming to you June 10th. And we'll also keep you updated on the new platforms that become available. I do appreciate slash understand why they take their time to review podcasts before they publish them. I think it's funny they accepted us with open arms, but thank you. Thank you for that. It could definitely be much worse. All right, guys. I think that's it. We're signing off. Thank you again for listening, and we hope that you come back again. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.